we do the type of projects at AVID that explore new frontiers. Uh, and AVID Open Access is one of those. These resources really usable and immediately accessible and really help teachers give kiddos the skills that they need to thrive in a digital landscape. The topic for today's podcast is how to make the most out of AVID Open Access, a conversation with Michelle Megayanis. Unpacking Education is brought to you by AVID.org. AVID believes in seeing the potential of every student. To learn more about AVID, visit their website at avid.org. Welcome to Unpacking Education, the podcast where we explore current issues and best practices in education. I'm Rena Clark. I'm Paul Beckerman. And I'm Winston Benjamin. We are educators. And we're here to share insights and actionable strategies. Education is our passport to the future. Our quote for today is from Peter Drucker. He says, time is the scarcest resource, and unless it is managed, nothing else can be managed. Yeah, that time, that word time comes up all the time. Anyways, oh, so, I see what you did uh, there. <laughs> yeah. I don't do it as well as you, but sometimes. I like it. So I think about whenever I work with educators, really with just most people, time seems to be the number one thing that people need more of, or that's why things can't get accomplished. But I always say, here's the secret. There will never be more time. So the only thing we can change is how we allocate or use our time. And as the quote mentioned, like time management and use are the keys to finding success in all things, especially education. And right now, with everything going on and sub shortages and the emotional needs of students, family, families, um, we need to figure out how to allocate time, but also how to use time efficiently. And I mean, I've worked with teachers and told them, set a timer. I'm like, you can do it in this time frame, but there's also this misconception about how much time is actually taking place. So timers are great. And we, are, we actually have timers at Avid Open Access. That's something that they can go and get right now. Yeah. Just search for it on the site. You'll find it. Well, I totally agree, Rena. You know, when talking about teacher needs, it always seems to start with time. Um, I think this quote is actually like a call to action. It tells us to make sure we're efficient and effective, like you said, with the time that we have. Because if we're not, everything else is going to be harder. So being time efficient won't get the work done for us, but at least it gives us an opportunity to keep our heads above water and maximize our effectiveness. And we've got a special guest today, a part of our AVID Open Access team, Michelle Megayenas, the Director of Special Projects at AVID Center. And we're going to have a little bit of conversation about some of these things that can help make teaching life a little bit easier. So Michelle, can you tell our audience a little bit about yourself and reintroduce yourself? Thank you. I would love to. And I'm so excited to be back for another episode. I feel honored. This is so much fun. And so, as you said, I'm the director of special projects at AVID, which means I get to work with you guys every week because at special projects, we do the type of projects at AVID that explore new frontiers. Uh, And AVID Open Access is one of those. It was an opportunity for our organization to give back during the pandemic. And so this is one of several projects that we're doing in order to explore how to really engage teachers and students where they're at in this moment and give back. 
So Michelle, what is Avid Open Access for those of our listeners who do not know? So Avid Open Access is an open educational resources website. And we launched this at the beginning of the pandemic. And so I reached out to Paul, Rena, and several other folks in April of 2020 to say, this is the first time that Avid really wants to share resources that we've created with all educators. Would you guys be interested in helping me build a website to make these resources really usable and immediately accessible for teachers who are just struggling in the midst of this shift to remote learning. And so you both jumped in with both feet and we developed this amazing website where it started with not just helping teachers survive during the pandemic, but really giving them the skills that they needed to thrive in a remote hybrid or blended learning environment. So big kudos to you guys for really helping us bring this to life. And it has been a fantastic ride. We have enjoyed every minute of it. And we've, I feel like I've gotten more out of it than I've put in. So it's really been honestly an honor to be a part of this. And I get very excited. And it's actually interesting. You mentioned open education resource. I was talking to someone like, what, what is an open education resource? So for our audience, what type of resources can they find on, we're going to say AOA, Avid Open Access. Does it cost anything to use these resources? And how can we define that for them? Perfect. Thank you. So I know we, we use really interesting phrases in education. So Open Educational Resources website can take multiple forms. But for us at AOA, it is making available, whether it's articles, technology tool overviews, bite-sized PD, grab-and-go lessons, resources that we've created for educators for free. And that free aspect is the most important part of OERs because we want to make sure that we are sharing best practices, tools, templates, and lessons that teachers can access at any time without any cost. So, I know, isn't that exciting? <laughs> I know. If that doesn't want to make you go there, I don't know what does. <laughs> yeah. So you mentioned earlier, Michelle, that AOA has been evolving as the pandemic kind of has evolved itself, and we've kind of come out of the other side for the most part. How has AOA evolved? Like, what are some of the changes that have taken place? Well, if we put ourselves back in May 2020, it was all about remote learning. How do we help teachers build the skills they need? Because the majority of teachers in the U.S. hadn't worked in a digital environment before. And so not only were we placing them in uh, how do you use a computer, but then how do you even engage your students on the computer? How do you make sure that they feel like they want to show up every day? And that's really where we started. And that was our focus through the fall of 2020 going into 2021. And then the conversation in the public education landscape began to change. And people started to worry about, oh my gosh, kiddos aren't showing up. We're really seeing learning loss. How do we address this? And that's when the focus shift from building blended learning skill sets and being able to provide teachers with those best practices through our resources, we gently started to shift to start a conversation around accelerating learning. And that's when we started to develop resources that helped teachers engage kiddos around relational capacity and growth mindset, being able to address the whole child in how um, they appeared, whether they were in an online environment or face-to-face -face with kiddos back in the classroom. And so we've shifted from really focusing on virtual learning, 
to a place where it's about accelerating learning, where we have entire sections of our website that are about community and connectedness, tech-empowered learning, and digital resources to really help teachers give kiddos the skills that they need to thrive in a digital landscape. So kind of how our podcast has evolved over time, and we've responded and, you know, we've done the name change to Unpacking Ed. Similarly, I appreciate how Avid Open Access has been very responsive and been evolving and continues to evolve. So as we're evolving, what are some ways currently that educators can use Avid Open Access? What we've done is not only shift our focus and topic, but we've really grown in terms of the type of resources that we've built. And that's very much thanks to you and the team. Uh, You guys have done an amazing job to say, this is what we're hearing in the classroom and in Indian districts. How can we bring this to this OER? And so in part, we have developed resources that are accessible and actionable. So we really wanted um, to create not only articles and tech tool tips that teachers could readily access, but how could we develop self-study resources as well? And so we began creating guiding questions that at first accompanied our podcast summaries. And we received such great feedback from our active users of Avid Open Access that this summer we launched collections that included those downloadable guiding questions as well. And what I'm really excited about is as we take a look at our back to school release, we'll have four really interesting topics that we're going to be sharing that include these downloadable study guides that can be used for individual reflections by our users, or they can bring that back to their school or district and use this to facilitate group study on timely topics in education today. So Michelle, you've you've talked about some of the resources on the website. Are there website resources that are finished and like classroom ready where a teacher can just go take them and almost implement them immediately in their classroom and what they do? There are, and you've developed most of them. (laughs) And so one of the things that I love about what we've done with Avid Open Access is that we really listen to teachers and it's not just during the pandemic, the pandemic, but Teachers are so busy and they are often online looking for graphic organizers and templates that they can easily use in the classroom. And so we've developed over 150 graphic organizers that can be downloaded for immediate use in the classroom to really maximize student voice. And so when we're talking about graphic organizers, these are templates that can be used for exit tickets, community builders, and even specific activities that address literacy literature, math, problem solving. So teachers have something that they can get at a click to download and immediately use in the classroom. And beyond that, we've also developed downloadable posters and takeaways that teachers can share directly with students to support everything from digital skill building to how to go through an inquiry-based learning process and even templates that introduce computational thinking in content area classrooms. So I'm really proud of all the work that you have done to build out resources that teachers can go in, search for a key term, and download in an instant. Appreciate you calling attention to those. And the other thing I want to note with those, if listeners are wondering, do I have to use them just like they are? They can usually make a copy and then customize those and do whatever they want with those. So we want them to be practical and a nice fit for their classroom. 
because they're an open resource and we they want are. you to use them. <laughs> they're OERs. And if you say it fast, it's or. It's like you're rowing your educational boat with these oars. There you go. There you go. I love it. I love it. They're so useful. <laughs> I was going to say, if you use your oars, you get to go on a journey. Ah. So I was going to say. <laughs> We'll talk about those in a second. <laughs> yeah, we will, because the other piece that I, I want to call attention to that uh, we actually see a lot of people use are the grab-and-go lessons that are available on Avid Open Access. So when we started at the beginning of the pandemic, our focus was on STEM and making sure that we were providing STEM lessons that any content area teacher could use, grade K through 12, because what we wanted to make sure was that this incredibly important concept of developing a STEM problem-solving mindset wasn't lost in the midst of everything that was happening to kiddos during the pandemic, where we saw there was a strong focus on reading, math, and science, but some of the other core course areas were sort of overlooked. So we were very intentional about making grab-and-go lessons to really help teachers bring that concept into their classrooms. And over time, that has evolved. So we've expanded to include a variety of topics, including critical reading. And I would love for people to visit Avid Open Access and take a look at our critical reading grab-and-go lessons because they're developed in partnership between Avid and National Geographic. So these are really exciting, compelling, relevant lessons that kiddos are interested in doing because they're topics that are meaningful for I love that. <clears throat> but now we can talk a little bit about going on that journey using at oars. <laughs> so can you just tell us a little bit about the new feature known as journeys? Of course. And what is so exciting about this is that it's actually been around for about a year. But I think that a lot of people haven't had the opportunity to use it yet. And so Journeys within Avid Open Access is the ability to save your favorite resources and organize them in a topic that you define and to be able to share those resources, whether they're articles, podcasts, tool tips, um, bite-sized PD, you can save them and share them for your future reflection or your future reference, or to be able to share them with your uh, professional learning community. And what we found is that the people who have discovered this feature, it's been very valuable in how they help facilitate group learning within their school or district around a topic that they've defined based on resources that they found in Avid Open Access. So we've talked a little bit about it, but where actually do you find that journey feature in AOA? I love it. If you look at the top nav bar of the website, you'll see a little person figure at the far right side of the page. All you have to do is click that, you set up an account, and then by setting up account, you open up the feature where you can save your favorites. And then by saving favorites, you're able to create journeys around the topic that you define. And you can save any resource that's available to you on Avid Open Access in that way. Does it cost anything to make an account? And everything is free. Yay. Open it's educational free. resources. <laughs> and I don't know about all you, but, you know, as we're developing planning, we might start later than some places. But as we're getting back and planning all these learning days, that's something you can share with colleagues or staff. It's a real easy way. So to play off your metaphor, Rena, if people feel like they're just treading water as they're planning for their PD this fall, 
they should create their own journey through Avid Open Access, grab their oar, and start rowing together as a team. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh. I think it's time to take our oar and jump in the toolkit. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. What's in the toolkit? What? What is in the toolkit? What's in the toolkit? Check it out. So... Michelle talked about it a bit, but I really think for the educators I work with, those grab-and-go lessons, and especially the templates for relational capacity building, are going to be the go-to beginning-of-the-year tools that they can grab from AOA and implement to help create that classroom community. Cool. And I'm going to pick a part of the website. So if you go into the website and you click on Classroom Resources at the top, You'll see several menus, and under the Accelerated Learning menu, there's a Digital Tools and Templates section. And that's where you're going to find the graphic organizers and some of those things as far as well as tool tips. But there's a new thing in there that we started this spring, which is called Ed Tips. And I would call your attention to those because it's kind of like a Cliff Notes version of some of our collections. It allows you to quickly scan a topic. And then if you're interested in it, it links you out to the full collection so you can go deeper. It's a really nice place to start if you're not sure what resources you want to tackle. And um, it's a nice overview. So Michelle, do you have anything to add? I do. What I would love to call people's attention to is not only journeys. So really inviting people to make Avid Open Access their own. So being able to say, oh, I love this resource around computational thinking. That was an amazing podcast um, that we had and link that to a couple of articles and maybe some tooltips so that they can create their own journey through computational thinking as an example. But the other piece that I don't know if many people notice is that the majority of our articles are recorded. And so if you don't have time to sit down and read a resource, they're available for you to listen to. So not only have we embedded links to all of our podcasts for Tech Talk for Teachers, if you find a specific resource that you want to dig more deeply into, but you don't have time to sit and digest it on the computer, you can always just click the audio link to hear it. And I have to say, when I listen to audio, the voice matters. So y'all be happy to know Paul has a lot of voice in there. He has a great radio voice. I have some, so I hope you like our voices. I like your voice, Rena. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's who you usually get to listen to reading those articles. And I always love it, too, because you can adjust speed and listen to it in the car, because I know a lot of us commute and going to and from. It makes it a lot more accessible, or even while cooking or whatever you're doing, have it in the ear. Because remember, we have to be efficient with our time. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and that kind of brings us to our next segment, One Thing. It's time for that one thing. One thing. One thing. It's time for that one thing. So what's our big one thing takeaway from this episode? Let's get started with Paul. There's a lot of things on Avid Open Access, and I would just invite our listeners to go there, avidopenaccess.org, and poke around. It's a really easy site to navigate. If you're not sure where to start, go up on the top and click on Classroom Resources, and you'll see these categories of topics. And uh, one of my favorites that I didn't mention earlier are topic collections. 
because it keeps the list a little shorter and we have grouped related articles together. And uh, it's a nice way just to skim topics and then dive in deeper to something that's of interest to you. Michelle, do you want to add your one thing? I would love to. So for me, the one thing is our podcast summary pages, because I think so much, so much focus is on podcasts and we know that thousands of people each week listen to the podcast on their favorite platform. But what we've also done is for each episode, we have a summary page on Avid Open Access that provides key talking points for what was discussed, but then also those guiding questions. So if there is a topic that you're interested to go more deeply into, we've provided questions that can be a launching point for that either self-study or conversations with a cohort of your peers. And I just want to add to that because I know if you're familiar with like universal design for learning and as we're planning professional learning and for adults, it's lovely to be like, here is the article if you want to read it. Here is the podcast related to that topic because maybe you want to listen to it. So providing those different on-ramps for different learners, it's really great. And so we, I think at AOA, we've done a pretty good job providing lots of different on-ramps to the same topics. And that gets me to my one thing, which is really about how it is important to us to provide what is most needed by educators. And you can contact, there's a contact button if you go all the way to the bottom. You can contact AOA, or if you go on Twitter, I mean, even if you tweet Paul or I, Michelle, personally, we take that very seriously. And if that's a topic you want, you say, hey, we want this to be a podcast topic or an article. We take that seriously because we are very responsive. And we try to be in the know, but the more we hear, the more we know. So I'm very appreciative of that aspect of this whole process. Can I add a second one thing? <laughs> sure. <Of course. laughs> maybe it's maybe it's a toolkit thing. But at the bottom of the website, there's a place where you can put in your email address and hit submit. And if mm. you do that, you're on like the uh, user list and you get email notifications when new content comes out. And that can be a really nice little nudge each week or two, you know, of new things that are out there. Absolutely. Whew, I've been thinking a lot about time today. Um, first of all, I think we've had the time of our life with Michelle as our guest. Thanks for being here, Michelle. Thank you so much for having me back. It's so much fun. You know, <laughs> it, we kind of get to share you now with everybody because we get to meet with you, you know, individually, <laughs> but it's nice to share you with the world because you are a special person on our team. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. What I would love to say is from the very outset, you both have been involved in the development, not only of Avid Open Access, but this podcast. So thank you so much for all that you do, because you have made such an impact on teachers around the country so that they really feel supported in the work that they do. So thanks to you both. Oh, thank for that. you. Oh, thanks, Michelle. And maybe this is a thank you gift, but I've been thinking a lot about time. You know, right off the show, our quote was about time. Then our conversation got me thinking about how Avid Open Access can help us save time. And then it led to some very deep and important questions in my mind. Do you mind if I ask a couple of those? <laughs> We would love to hear your questions. I'll probably ask him whether you want me to or I'm not. I'm nervous. <laughs> well, the first question is, why did the teacher hold a clock up to the mirror? FaceTime? <laughs> it was time for reflection. Oh, nice. I know. Well, why was the clock called to the principal's office? Because he ran out of time. <laughs> 
it was talking too much. (laughs) (laughs) That's not very good, but (laughs) what kind of dog do you name Rolex? A watchdog. A watchdog. (laughs) (laughs) A watchdog. And okay, one more. When do ducks wake up? At six the quack. quack of dawn. Nice. You had it, Rena. <laughs> nice. This is like a fun game now. I get to play. I know. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, we, we really appreciate you on the show, Michelle, and all the leadership you provide our team. And thank you, Rena, for being a great colleague. And Winston, who's not here, and previously Pam, who's doing other things. Um, this is a great team to be on, and we hope that we are providing you with excellent content to make your life easier. Thanks for listening to Unpacking Education. We invite you to visit us at avidopenaccess.org, where you can discover resources to support student agency, equity, and academic tenacity to create a classroom for future-ready learners. We'll be back here next Wednesday for a fresh episode of Unpacking Education. And remember, go forth and be awesome. Thank you for all you do. You make a difference.